the, the self-talk, watching your self-talk, learning how to not beat yourself up when you make mistakes. This is a this is a big one wow. because yeah. I, I think when you start to get into this where you're trying to grow and you're trying to be better and you're trying to achieve, it's, it's great. We want to be in that zone. But sometimes when we fall short, what's what's the voice that's in your ear? Is it instantly, man, you screwed up again. You never stick to your commitments. <laughs> you never do this. You never do that. That's been a lot of the times where my, because I, I care so much about growing, because I care so much, a lot of times that's the voice that comes in instantly. You didn't stick to it. You didn't do it. You're a failure, this and this and this. And oftentimes that will then kick you down. If you miss one day, all of a sudden that turns into a week. And then you miss a week and you just go, forget it, man. I'm not reaching that. I can't do it. Yeah. And you just throw in the towel. Welcome to Unstoppable. Are you tired of inspiration and ready for action? Are you ready to study the process of success? My name is Ralph Graves Jr. And on this show, we will hear stories of amazing people who are not just dreaming, they're actually living the life they want. Now, if you're ready to start moving toward the dreams you know you can reach, you are in the right place. This is Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Unstoppable. This is the Unstoppable Podcast. And as you heard in the intro, I'm Ralph Graves Jr. Now today's guest, today's guest, uh, I, let me read to you about it. About him. His name is, is Jonathan McGinley. And I'm going to read his bio because I want to get it right. Jonathan is the go-to guy when it comes to helping young professional men live intentionally. He successfully left the corporate world and launched his own men's coaching business where he has helped multiple young men create the lives they want and live a story of significance. Oh, fellas, this is for you. Ladies, if you got a man in your life, go get him. These men have recognized their priorities, doubled their business revenue, lost dozens of pounds, formed new habits, transformed their lives. Now, like me, he's a part of the Maxwell Leadership Certified Team. He implements strategies and systems used by thousands of the most successful coaches, leaders, and trainers all over the world. All over the world. He is the host of his own podcast called The Intentional Man Podcast. It's a podcast that inspires and equips men to live lives of intentionality and grow to their full potential. As a coach, he can help any young professional man who struggles with passivity, that's an enemy, to experience the incredible joy of finding and pursuing their purpose through utilizing his coaching and coaching and tools on intentional living. Did I read it right, brother? Welcome to the show, brother <laughs> Jonathan McGinley. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ralph. I am excited <laughs> to be here, man. See if I can live up to that bio, man. I don't even remember, uh, you know, putting that together. That that makes me sound bigger than I am. <laughs> well, that well, that's you, brother. And I, I thank you for offering all of this, man. And I thank you for being who you are. Let's jump right into it about uh, uh, young men uh, living intentionally. Yes. Um, you, you know, uh, such a need for this today, man. Talk to me about it. Where did you find... Uh, before I even start asking questions, I guess my first question is, you know, um, what led you to start coaching in this area? Yeah, yeah. Well, we can do a long version of the short version, but um, <laughs> pretty much. I, so, I mean, I found myself, um, I, I, I grew up in the church. I was doing some ministry things. That was usually my passion. Yeah. Um, but I, I was I was working in marketing, kind of got into that after after college. And wasn't super passionate about it, was just kind of doing the thing to make money, to pay the bills and just found myself um, 
just in a season where I was just coasting, you know, just waking up, doing the same thing. You go to work. So it's a job that I don't love, um, you know, kind of go home, maybe watch a sports game, hang out with some friends, whatever. It wasn't a bad life. It was a fine life. Right. Um, but just felt like I was kind of going through the motions. And then um, it was actually through a, uh, uh, I went through a, a really tough divorce in 2020. I was married for five years and uh, we can dive into any of that if you want to. But it was through that in the season of separation where I really, I had no control over the situation. So I was like, I got to work on myself. I got to just get as, you know, become the best man I can be. And that's really when I started like making the switch to living proactively instead of reactively. Sure. To living in, intentionally instead of just going through the motions. And actually really having a vision and saying, how can I get there and actually taking steps to do it? So that was kind of the turning point, a lot of defining moments, things in between there. But uh, it was really that difficult season that sent me down this path where I was like, man, I got to make a change. I got to attack the day, have yeah. a plan for the day, have a bigger vision for my life and pursue it intentionally. Let me ask you this, man. Why, you know, I don't know if you can, you can see, you're looking right at me. You see that man over my right shoulder, which is probably your left shoulder. See that picture of that man? I do. Yes, That's my do. father going on to glory to be with the Lord. If you're watching this on YouTube, wherever you're watching, there's a picture of my dad on one shoulder. Somehow my son's on the other. I didn't do this intentionally. It's just crazy. But that man that there, that generation didn't have to, didn't need to, they didn't have to have anyone tell them to. I showed them how to live intentionally, did they? Like no one, no one gave my father a class on how to be an intentional man. What what's what 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 happened? What's the shift in our generations? Like, uh, I I you know I, I it's a shift that I know there's a need for it. So talk to me where this need or why this need for young men and middle aged men today. Yeah, I mean I think that's a great question. One, I'm still digging into trying to discover all the time when I work with guys. But, you know, one thing that I've seen the most is as men, we have this constant search for validation, right? Okay. Like we want to know, are we a man? Do we have what it takes? Do we, um, are we enough? And I think a lot of times that question is not answered. Um, whether it's when you're growing up and you don't get that affirmation from your father, that's not my story. Um, but a lot of times that is the hurt is that they don't get that. And so we search for validation in different places. And usually it comes in two different ways. You either um, try to become the achiever, work really hard and, you know, achieve and achieve and achieve and try to get your validation that way. Or if you don't believe that you're enough, if you don't believe you have what it takes, sometimes it's easier to just play it safe yeah. to not take risks, to not go after big things and to just kind of take it easy. and. You're like, okay, if I if I don't take any risks, if I kind of get in this job, that's okay, and it's safe, then no one's going to find out if I have what it takes or not. And I can kind of just get in this season of coasting. So honestly, I think there's a lot of symptoms that come from this where it plays out in different ways. But I think a lot of times the root of it is, where am I finding my validation? Do I believe I have self-worth? Do I have confidence? A lot of these are big questions that come up with men when you really dig deep under the layers. Yeah. Yeah. Now you said you grew up in church. I did. Christian church. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My dad's a pastor still going. So I was a PK. 
Well, how about that? So, so was I, and now I'm a pastor. How about that? So, and so I, I, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast, this PK thing, right? You know what I mean? Whole nother podcast. But let me ask you this. So so you and I both know that, and now whether you're a believer or not, listen to this, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm talking to another believer here about something. Uh, Hopefully you, you will accept Christ as your personal savior at some point, uh, listening to the Unstoppable podcast. But you and I had the model of what a real man is. That model we believe to be Christ Jesus. Now you and I you and I believe that. You and I believe that. But at the same time, there's so many of our brothers in church, out of church, Christian, Muslim, whatever they might be, who fail, they may know the life of Christ. They might know the life of Moses of other biblical, but but they fail to to live as as they do. Now, I, I don't want to ask you why, but do you find that that common? Do you, do they, you know, we love the hero in the story. Why don't we want to be the hero in our own story? <laughs> I do. I mean, I do think we want to deep down. I think we all want to, but I think there's usually just roadblocks that keep us from actually taking the necessary steps to want to become the hero in the story. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is, man, fear of failure. That was a big one for me. That's held me back a lot of my life. Yeah. You know, if I wasn't good at something, I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to, you know, try and fail and have all these people that I, you know, that I thought I was going to let down or they were depending on me or they looked up to me. And if they saw me fail, then they would think of me some different way. That that really had a stranglehold on me for a long time was this. And I I do want to be the hero in my own story, but I'm afraid that I may fall flat. And I think a lot of guys fall into that trap. All right, I'm coming to you. I need a coach. Now, you and I know, you, you and I know that that failure is part of the process. Failure is good. You know, there's no no thing as as a for me anyway. Now I'm 55 now, soon to be 56, lived a long time. Every failure has blessed me. Now I know that. But I'm coming to you. I'm a young man. I'm afraid of failure. Failure, coach. I need you. I would try to start this business. I would ask for her hand in marriage. I, I would. I would. You know, and, and these different. But I'm afraid to fail. Tell me. Tell me how to deal with that fear. What would you tell me about dealing with that fear? Yeah, you know, the the biggest part for me is you just got to change your relationship to fear. Yeah. Into the, the fear of failure, because I think a lot of times we think that. We can't do anything until that fear is just gone. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's necessarily the truth. I think fear is, is is typically, it's going to be there. It's it's what are you going to do in relationship to that fear? So what I try to do is help break it down to be smaller for these guys. Okay. Usually when we're afraid, it's because things are too big. They're too vague. This seems so impossible. I don't know where to begin. And so it just seems this is really hard. What I like to do is we set goals in our discomfort zone, right? The okay. good stretch goal. You yeah. set something that's a big vision. That's where we want it to be. Not where it's crazy, where it's not attainable at all, but something that's going to stretch. But then you have to be able to take that goal and break it down into smaller steps that are in your comfort zone. And I think that's where a lot of times we don't even take the first steps because it still feels this is uncomfortable. This is scary. This is huge. <laughs> I was just talking to a guy today about this. I was like, man, this just feels massive to you, but just tell me, what are the first couple steps? Yeah. And once you get some momentum and you start moving, I think that's one of the biggest things for me to overcome this was break it down into things I feel comfortable doing. You start doing those. You start to grow in confidence as you start to do these things. 
And then you start to just, you know, get some momentum, get moving. So I would say it's changing your relationship to failure, knowing that it is part of the process. Like you said, I think both of us have seen, like, I know now if I'm, if I'm failing that I'm on the right path. <laughs> right. Because right. if I'm not failing, it means I'm not doing anything worth doing. And yeah, that's kind of yeah. where my relationship to it has changed, where it's like, hey, if I'm failing, I've learned to take those failures and be like, okay, you know, it's a learning experience. I'm going to grow from it. I'm glad I'm failing because it means I'm attempting to do something uh, that's worth doing. And before, I was never in that point where I would even take that on. Coach, that's good stuff, Coach. Coach, you're talking the truth, Coach. It's Coach Jonathan McGinley, everybody. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the intentional man. And I know, man, listen, you got you got a lot of young men and I I, I'm, I don't know if you have any older guys coming to you, man. But um, that 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 failure piece is 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 a huge piece. And I like what you said, man. If you're not failing, you're not really trying. You're not really living. Listen, our greatest stories come from what? Failure. And overcoming failure, failure and, and 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 going through difficulties and adversity. They make the greatest stories. They make they make young men into fathers and grandfathers of of lore of legend. And so <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yeah. One of the one of the greatest things I actually heard in this area uh comes from a guy named Colin O'Brady. He's set a bunch of world records, climbed mountains, done all these things, amazing, incredible feats. But he talks about how he he views it on life on kind of a scale of one to 10 okay. where tens are the highest of highs. These yeah. are the moments where for him, it was like, I was on the top of Mount Everest, you know, when I got married, when I had a kid, you know, like yeah. the highest yeah. of high moments. And then you got the ones, the twos and threes. These are the difficulties, the things that are really hard in life. Um, you go through a divorce, you go through pain, you go, you know, different things. Most people live in the zones from four to six which is what he calls the zone of just comfortable complacency. Yeah. And it's not, it's not bad, but it's not great. And you're kind of like, and this was me. So I was in a job that was solid. It was fine. I was with good friends. Um, and it was just day after day. I'm not going to do anything too risky where I could experience a one or two or three. I'm just going to stay in this five, five, five. Yeah. But he said, in order to experience those seven, nines, tens, um, you have to typically be able to open yourself up to the ones and the twos and the threes. It's not that sure. we, 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 we get our nines and tens. Um, we get those because we allow ourselves to go through the pain and the struggle and the difficulties. Like for me, I would never wish a divorce on anybody. That was one of the hardest things I've ever gone through. But ultimately like that's what got me into coaching. That's what got me into living a more intentional lifestyle. And so now I'm like, I learned to embrace the ones and the twos and the threes in life because I know those will then open myself up to experience the eights and the nines and the tens. And that's what I want, man. Yeah. To experience your dreams, your goals, everything that you were created for. You're not going to get there if you just hit a five every single day. You have to be willing to open yourself up to maybe experience some failure, to maybe experience some pain. But if you do, that opens up the possibilities of yeah. the eights, nines, and Yeah. Let me talk about your divorce. I'm not going to dive into it. I don't, you know, all this. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But let me ask you this. You said it, it led to you to really developing this intentional man. Do you think if you were an intentional man or you not being an intentional man um, aided in your divorce or caused the divorce because you weren't an intentional man at the time? 
You know, that's a tough question. There's there's obviously two sides sure. uh, to every relationship. So so what I've tried to do is just take the approach of what what did I do to contribute to this? Right. What can I learn from this? You know, because whether, you know, it doesn't matter what happened. There's two parts right. of every relationship. And so that's what I've looked at it from that perspective um, is I tried to just say, what could I have done better? Where did I go wrong and how could I grow from this? And then just, you know, prayed for her and hope it was kind of the same process going on there. But um, I would say, yes, I mean, there definitely was a lot of that where I realized. So here's the piece where I was missing. Mm -hmm. I was loving, committed, really like what was modeled to me was to serve, to be there. So I like I gave a lot of time, energy, attention, helped around the house was like that was what I thought was was being a great man, which I think in a lot of ways is right. Uh, those are good things. I think the piece that I was missing was this intentionality piece of, of actually having a vision for the marriage. So say you want a Christ centered marriage, like me and you both believe that's an integral part of, of, of marriage. So sure, I would say, yes, I want a God centered marriage, but then I didn't actually have a vision and play that out of what, how, how do I want to actually kind of help make that happen? Yeah. It was like, I'm going to have my relationship with God. She's going to have hers. We're going to go to church. We got a God-centered marriage. Yeah. But in all reality, for me, like next time around, it's like, man, I want this. So like, I'm going to schedule time this week where we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about the Lord and what he's doing in our lives. Yeah. We're going to have times where we pray together. We're going to have times where we dig into scripture. Those are the ways where it's like, I am intentionally thinking about the outcome of having this. And now I'm going to go ahead and like, put some steps in place and make sure that as a man that I'm helping lead in that. And I think those are the pieces that I missed where it was like, here's the vision that we developed together. And I'm going to just make sure I help like yeah. keep us on track and do that. I think a lot of it was just reacting to the situation. So you mean to tell me that an intentional man has more than just a vision. You mean to tell me an intentional man not only has a vision, but must have a plan that he has to apply in order to see the vision come to fruition. That's what you're, that's what you're telling me. That is exactly what I'm saying. I'm loving there, it. I'm loving it. There's coach. a quote. If, if you, if you don't have a plan, then you plan to fail. I love it, coach. So coach, you mean to tell me that I want to buy this big old beautiful house. I want to do the things I need to, I got a vision of that, but if I refuse to go get my credit straight, I'm not an intentional man. If I refuse to save the money that I need to save, if I have refused to do the jobs that need to be done, I'm not intentional. And I think you hit the nail on the head when we just, just slightly talking about your marriage. And I wanted to see if you would go there and you did go there. I've been told a long time ago, a real man accepts responsibility. He accepts his part in in something that worked or something that didn't work. He he looks at it and says, okay, you know what? It wasn't all their fault. I that was a little lacking that and slacking that, man. So I think when we talk about being intentional male, tell me if I'm wrong. This is this is not just um fly by the seat of the pants. This is living intentionally each and every day in every area of our lives, whatever it might be, for the outcome that we desire. Am I right in saying that? Yes, I think you're you're right on there. And and what I like to say is if you have that vision but you have no action and you have no plan, yeah. they're just good intentions. Yeah. They're good intentions. I think we all have those. <laughs> I want to be I you you won't ask any guy, hey, do you want to be a good husband? They're all gonna say, Yeah, of course I want yeah. to be a good husband. Yeah. Do you want to be successful in your career? Of course I want to be successful in your career. 
If you ask anyone, do you think you're gonna have more money in 10 years than you have now? Almost everyone's gonna say yes. We have these good intentions, yeah, but with no action, with no plan, with no intentionality and consistency on a daily basis, those things are just well wishes. They're just wishes. They're not actually things that are going to come to fruition. All right, coach, I'm taking your class. I signed up. I don't want you to give me the whole thing because people have to pay for it. Give me the intro. What is the first thing? And I, you notice I said that people have to pay for it. Whatever you don't pay for, you do not value. But anyway, coach, I entered your class. I, just give me give me the intro, man. I, I noticed I'm not intentional. You know, I'm, I got a good relationship in that school, but I'm not intentional in, in my money or my job or really pursuing the vision that I know had been God given. How, how do we get started? What's the first thing you say to a guy like me? Now, I'm, I'm 25. I've been married two years. Talk to me. Yeah. So always start down with with identity and vision. These are the two two core things, because. Here, here's the thing. When, when a lot of us set goals, we focus on the outcomes. So, you know, I want to lose 15 pounds. Okay, that's the outcome. And usually that's where we start. And then maybe a layer under that is the process. And what are the processes to lose the 15 pounds? You got to, you know, you got to eat healthier. You got to go to the gym. The one thing that we typically don't focus on that is the core piece that you're not going to get the, the outcome that you want unless you change the identity first. Wow. If your story, the entire life, if your entire life, your story is, I am overweight, I am unhealthy, I make bad decisions, I can't stick to anything that I commit to. If that is what you've taken on as your identity, eventually, even if we focus hard for a few months, you may lose the weight, but eventually that identity is going to kick in. And you're going to revert back to what you've always known because that's what you believe you are. When you start to change that identity to being, man, I am a healthy person. I make healthy decisions. And I'm proving that by my actions. Just by hiring me as a coach, you're saying, I am investing in my health or I'm investing in my yeah. life. I'm investing yeah. in my intentionality. I'm like, there you go, man. You are a healthy person just by hiring somebody as a coach. Yeah. Just by buying that workout program, you are saying that you are a healthy person. We mm -hmm. need to take that identity on first. So it always comes back to that because you can't make lasting changes until you change who you are inside, what you truly believe about yourself. So, well, I tell you that that um that PK kicked in, brother. <laughs> that that PK kicked in. You know why? Because what you said, to, you know what I heard, don't you? As a man thinketh, so is he. That that's what I heard. And exactly. you, you know, <laughs> exactly. but it's the truth, but it's a, it's a foul, it's, it's a sound principle. And man, I, we, we hear it, but when you really broke it down like that, you have to start thinking I am healthy and you'll stay on that journey. And I love that. I am, I am, I am not, I, I will be, or I I'm sick and I'm trying to get well. No, I'm well. And I'm trying to stay well. You know, yes. I, I love that, man. So that that's the first piece of coming to you. Now, your website is intentionalman.co. Yes. And yes. I, I'm going to say that a couple of yes. times during the program because I want these men, I want the ladies in the audience to, to send their sons there, their boyfriends, their fiancés. The intent is just intentionalman.co. Intentionalman.co. Now, I got to ask you this question. I know the answer because... We kind of, you kind of said it already. What do you feel have been some of the key factors to the success you've achieved in life? Some of your achievements in life, what do you think have been some of your key factors? Share with my audience, share with my audience so they can try to grab them. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, first, I'm a man of faith. So I always, you know, my story has been, you just look back and you see God all over it. So first of all, it's just been the grace of God and him leading and directing my life in a more kind of practical way for everybody. It's, it's consistently being intentional. And obviously intentional has been our buzzword, but it's the consistency that's key. And so I think actually changing my mindset from I'm getting up and I'm going through the day and whatever comes at me, then I'll react to it and go from there instead of I'm going to have a plan for the day. I'm going to have a vision for the day. I'm going to know the things that I'm trying to do and the person that I'm trying to be. There's two parts to it. You want to make sure it's not just tasks. It's sure. also how am I showing up? How am I encouraging people? How am I, you know, investing in relationships? But those are the, that has been the biggest change for me. Sunday planning session where I literally lay out the week. I, I schedule my time now before yeah. I even hit the week based on my priorities, based on the things that are supposed to be there. And so I have a game plan going into the week. And then every night I have a review. Um, and in my intentional man planner, which I just developed, it's on Amazon. You're 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 Reflecting on six key areas of your life, your mission, your integrity, purity, stewardship, um, your attitude. Yeah. And, and so you're reflecting on these, kind of reflecting on the day, how it went, what, what went well, what, what could I have done better? And then you're planning the next day. Honestly, just those habits alone are huge. You have an so intentional man planner, intentional man planner. Where can we get it? I do. Yeah, it's on Amazon.com. Yeah, if you just search Intentional Man Planner. It just came out in January, so it's it's fresh. But it, it, it really helps you in terms of hitting your goals in a practical way, but also like sticking to who you want to be as a man. And so you had said something that, you said something yeah, earlier with where you said, um, even though we write down the tasks, and I I, I had to make this shift. It's not that we're task oriented. How can we make that shift? Now, I wrote down my task. It's Sunday night. I'm doing what coach told me to do. And I just see a bunch of tasks for the week. Uh, that me, me looking at all them tasks, it may not motivate me. It may not give me the resilience to see it through when the motivation even started. So how do I move from being task oriented to these are the things that are, I wrote it down, but these are the things that'll change my life. That, how, how do you suggest that, a man, what happens, what's have to happen in my mental for that to happen? That's actually a really great, great question. And, um, one of the biggest shifts for me is asking myself the question, who do I want to be instead of just what do I want to do? Ah. And what I mean by that, who do I want to be today? How do I want to show up? And so I've tried to develop the habit every time I get out, you know, I'm about to get out of my car, say I'm going into a meeting. You take a break, take one minute to stop and just say, you know, I'm about to meet with this guy. So for me, it's how do I want to show up in this meeting? How do I want to encourage him? What do I want him to take away from this meeting? Like, can you imagine if you took a minute before each task and you even do this throughout the day? You know, yeah. I'm about to respond to emails. Super yeah. mundane. Take 30 seconds. How do I want to respond to these emails? What do I want my tone to be? What's my intentionality in this moment? If we take these little breaks throughout the day and focus on who we want to be, the impact that we want to have, I think that's really what brings life, man. It's what brings joy. It's what when I can leave a meeting being like, that guy is inspired, he's equipped, yeah. his life, the vision is now bigger because of that meeting. 
that feels so much better than getting around and talking about sports for an hour. You know, I yeah. could do that all day long. I love sports, but yeah. it's like when I come away from a meeting, knowing that I did that, this guy is now dreaming bigger. This guy is now, you know, encouraged and ready to take on the day. That's a game changer for me, man. Man, I, I, I listen, I love it. I, I love what you just said. And I don't know if any of my listeners ever thought about it. How do I want to be viewed on the other end of this email? Man, that's that's something that like, how do I want to show up today? I love that. I love that. You know, full transparency. I just came from a meeting. Of course, I got there on time and whatnot. But of course, I showed up as Ralph Graves. But I, I didn't have it in the back of my mind. How do I want to be seen and viewed after I leave this meeting? Is it am I a person of value, person that worth inviting to Meetings like this, you know, we pray God open up the door, give us an open door, and then we don't show up our best selves. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> well, man, that's good I, stuff, yeah. man. Yeah, I think it's huge. I think a lot of burnout comes from not taking little resets throughout the day, and you just plow from one thing into the next. And it's just, you know, straight from emails, straight into this meeting, straight into, you know, trying to put, put together this proposal, whatever it is. Instead of taking the time to breathe and set your intention for the next activity and then asking you that question, how do I want to show up? Yeah. Who do I want to be? How can I make the biggest impact? Reconnecting with what's important to you. You know, my mission is to inspire and equip men to overcome passivity and live a life of generational significance. That's that's what I feel like I'm called to do. So I love it. if I, love I can it. take on that before a meeting, I'm like, man, I just lived in line with my mission, in line with my purpose today. But if I don't take a break, I won't do it. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Let me, and I, man, it's, this is, we could talk for hours, right? How important is it? Because you just rattled off your mission statement. And when I ask men, and when I ask women to, if they have a mission statement, if I talk to churches or companies, very few of them even know the mission statement. Do you think a, a personal mission statement is what every intentional man should have? I, I Do you believe that? Do you believe that to be true? Yeah, I, I personally love it, believe in it. It guides me on a daily basis. I think whether it's a I would say yes, encourage a, a mission statement. But beyond that, the most important thing is clarity. Yeah. Clarity on who you are, yeah. who you want to be, and where you want to go, and the impact and the legacy that you want to leave. Uh, for, for whatever reason, I just always I think about my legacy a lot of like the end of my life. What do I want to be said? And that yeah. drives me. I just I think about it more than a lot of people. But yeah, that's a big deal to me. But I think that brings so much power when you know your purpose and you know what brings you life. You know, the impact that you want to have, whether that's in a personal mission statement, whether that's through core values, um, something that brings clarity who you want to be and the impact that you want to have as a game changer. I know why you think about the legacy you leave. Be- because our father, which art in heaven, had put that in your heart and, mo- and in, our, in our hearts because we understand that we're going to leave here. And, all- and we're going to leave here. And let me be honest with you. Nobody's really going to remember the gifts and the material things we gave them. Now, I'm, I'm telling you as a big brother, that's 55, right? I got more time behind me than I got in front of me, right? If God is good to me, I'm 85, 35, 30 more years, I'm 85. And so, and I, and I believe that that is really placed in your heart. And if more men and women really would understand uh, that the legacy you leave 
is more important than any material thing you leave behind. It's your legacy that can create generational wealth. Like when people think of you, when your offspring starts thinking about you and they start, you know, rest of us call you Coach Jonathan, they're going to call you dad and pop up. You know, are you going to leave them, leave them a legacy of, and are the men coming out of you, will they be intentional men? And if they're an intentional man, in every area of their life, they're going to prosper, man. I salute you for doing what you're doing, man. I mean, you challenged me today about really asking the question, when I show up, and I hope you listeners are listening at your job, if you're at a factory, at a machine, if you're at a desk, how did you show up today? Maybe you didn't show up right today. Maybe you'll show up right tomorrow. How do you want to be remembered? How, is your best representative always at the forefront? <laughs> Coach, man, I got to ask you uh, about two more questions and I'm, I'm going to let you go, man, because people need Love you. It. People need you out here, man. You've had, you've had some of the biggest challenges, right? Talked about challenges. What are some, what are some of the uh, 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 challenges that might get in the way of someone reaching their full potential? I'm talking about inner challenges. We talked about fear. Could it be distractions? Could it be, what, what, what are some of the challenges that you know most men have to overcome besides fear? Yes, yep, that's a great question. Uh, there's a lot of them I think that I see. Obviously distraction is a big one. Um, one thing I wanted to, to bring up, and it goes right in line with what we were just talking about, what you just asked me now, I think yeah. the challenge is the, the self-talk, watching your self-talk, learning how to not beat yourself up when you make mistakes. This is a, this is a big one wow. because yeah. I, I think when you start to get into this where you're trying to grow and you're trying to be better and you're trying to achieve, it's, it's great. We want to be in that zone. But sometimes when we fall short, what's, what's the voice that's in your ear? Is it instantly, man, you screwed up again. You never stick to your commitments. <laughs> you never do this. You never do that. That's been a lot of the times where my, because I, I care so much about growing because I care so much. A lot of times that's the voice that comes in, you know, I make a mistake or I miss a day doing something I committed to doing. And it's instantly, you didn't stick to it. You didn't do it. You're a failure, this and this and this. And oftentimes that will then kick you down. If you miss one day, all of a sudden that turns into a week. And then you miss the week and you just go, forget it, man. I'm not reaching that. I can't do it. Yeah. And you just throw in the towel. So I think it's your relationship to those times where you make mistakes, because inevitably we are going to have times where we miss it, where we don't have perfect days. There's going to be meetings where you show up and you're not your best self. Yeah. It's just going to happen. Happens yeah. to me all the time. But the relationship that you have to that is critical. So I've been really trying to work in my own life of saying, taking a step back and just saying, what was the reason that I didn't do this thing and use it as data and then get better. Instead of like, you're a failure, you didn't do it. Just go, okay, I'm going to forgive myself. Yeah. But I, I need to learn from this so I don't do it again. Right. So what, what were the things that happened that made me skip out on this workout today? What were the things that happened that derailed my day and I didn't do anything that I said I was going to do? What were the things that happened that made me lash out in that meeting in a way that I wasn't supposed to? You don't beat yourself up. You take the data, you learn from it, try to improve, and you just consistently get better. So I wanted to mention that because I think that's a huge one. People don't talk about it enough is that negative self-talk and how you actually deal with it. Yeah. I'm glad you brought it up, man. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a very important point. 
Let me talk about your resources, man. Somebody's listening now. They got to hurry up and jump out the car. They got to move on with their day. What do you have going on out here? I'm, I'm at intentionalman.co. Talk to me about some of the resources yes. you have. We talked about the planner. Come on, give it to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first thing, so with Intentional Man, so I have a monthly membership. And I created this because one of the keys to growing and being consistent with who you want to be, the man you want to be, is to be surrounded by other like-minded men who are motivated, who are getting after it too. So I wanted to create a membership that's at an affordable price point where anyone can come just be a part of a community where guys are actually caring about this stuff, who who want to be good men, who want to do great things. Um, and so that membership is available. We do a monthly in Northern Colorado. It's an in-person meeting. So if you're here, we do an event once a month um, where we all get together. It's kind of networking and then there's some training and things. But I take all the resources from that posted online and it's in a course where you can have new content every single month, practical life applications. And then you get put in a system where we set 12 week goals. And the reason we set 12 week goals is it forces you to have some urgency. Wow. If I set a goal that's 10 months in the future, I have no motivation to do it. I'm, I'm actually running into that right now because I'm running a marathon at the end of October and <laughs> I'm not training for it right now because it feels like it's far away. Right, right. So, we are in a rhythm of setting 12-week goals, and then we have growth groups as a part of the membership where you get paired up with two or three other guys that just help you stay on those things. Yeah. You just meet up for about 15, 20 minutes a week just on Zoom, and this is what I committed to doing. This is how it went this week. This is what I'm committing to doing this week. That's what you do. So that's the membership. Just that alone, you get new content every, every month, okay. uh, practical training. You get any resource that we've ever had is in there and then you can have a chance to join a growth group. Uh, and then there's one-on-one -on -one coaching available. If you want more personalized, customized help, I do one-on-one -on -one personalized coaching uh, for guys. And then I'm about to release an intentional health program, which will be okay. a, a, a program getting guys dialed in on their fitness and nutrition because I love that aspect. And then I'm releasing a, uh, a course that's also going to be just called the Intentional Man System. This is helping you with those things we talked about today, identity, vision, getting clarity on your mission statement, your core values, um, having that Sunday planning, having the daily reflections, all those things are a part of it. So those are kind of the four offerings I have right now, the monthly membership, the two programs, and then one-on-one -on -one coaching. Well, I love it, man. I, listen, you and I share a mutual friend and, and I, I promised them that I, uh, uh, on my on this spring or summer, I'm coming out to Colorado, and um, I, I'd like to pop in on one of your face to face meetings, man, with the group, man. Do I have to be a oh, member to awesome. do that? Can Can I just pop in? Can I just? Oh, no. Can I just audit the class as we used to say? Can I just come in? <laughs> of course you can. Everyone's everyone's welcome to uh, yeah free events. I I always make the first one free, and then if you like it, want to join the membership, you come on in. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, we'd love to have you. Man, I love what you're doing, man. Thank you for being part of the program. Now I got to ask you something, man, that I, I just like to go out and on a personal note, man. Um, if you could have a billboard anywhere, okay, you could put anything on it, where would it be and what would it say? Ooh, that's a good question. Anywhere in the world. Billboard. Yeah, billboard. Where would it be <laughs> and what would it say? Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Billboard. Oh, man. I, I mean, I think it's just got to be here in my home, my home yeah. state of Colorado. I'm born and raised here. I-25 is the main highway that connects Northern Colorado to Denver. 
which is now blown up, which is great. So I probably just have one. I 25. <laughs> um, and honestly, I would, I would just say, um, man, it would, I need to come up with the exact messaging. It would be something along the lines of, uh, do you have a vision for your life? And how are you going to accomplish that vision? Okay. That's, uh, I need, I need to work on the, I need to work on the wording. My, my biggest thing, man, I want to inspire people to dream bigger. I think most of us, because we're afraid of failure, we don't dream big and we leave a lot of potential untapped. So I, it'd be something along those lines of. All right. Hey, I love it. I love it. You. <laughs> now, now I'm going to really throw you off, man. Last song you listened to on your playlist. Hurry up. What's the last song you listened to on your playlist? Oh, man. It's a song called Good Plans uh, by Red Rocks Worship. There you go. Uh, All right. I was just listening in the car. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a great song. So. Very good. <laughs> that was the one. Coach Jonathan McGinley, thank you for being part of the Unstoppable Podcast. Now, you have a podcast of your own. What's the, what's do, the name yep. of that podcast? What is um, that? The Intentional Man Podcast. And we can find that anywhere, correct? You can find it anywhere, yep. Well, guys, here he is. This is what he's doing. This is good work. This is value. This is... This is this is some stuff that we really need today. So, Coach, I want again, I want to thank you, man, for being part of the Unstoppable Program. Listener, viewer, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listening or watching this program. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. I'll see you next time. But remember, let's be unstoppable together. God bless. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Unstoppable. If you like this show, my only request is that you share it with someone you know who needs to hear it. A huge part of the journey of success is doing it in community. So I want you to share this episode with a friend of yours. And if you want to get in touch, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Ralph Race Jr. with one thing you loved about this episode. And I will make sure to give you a shout out. I'll see you next week on Unstoppable.